Today's big question is, is milk even necessary for your toddler? How much milk should they have? And what if you don't want to do cow's milk or you do and they refuse it? I'm Casey Barnes, registered dietitian nutritionist with a Master of Clinical Nutrition and several years of experience working with young children. And I'm a mom, so I completely understand how even the things that feel like they should be simple can become a challenge or a power struggle or just confusing as anything. This is Feeding Toddlers Made Easy, the Mama Knows Nutrition podcast where I answer your questions on feeding kids. Toddler is technically ages one through three, but this podcast and my resources at mamanosnutrition.com will still be helpful for preschoolers and kindergartens too, so definitely check it out. Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can easily find me when you need me. So you're not like, ugh, what was that girl's name again? You know it happens. I can't be the only one. So you can also call with your questions at any time. The phone number is listed at mominosnutrition.com forward slash podcast. I love hearing from you. Today's question is from Dad, Josh, who had some questions about milk and non-dairy alternatives. Hi, my name is Josh. I have a one and a half year old daughter. Uh, I am interested in reducing the dairy intake for our family for environmental reasons. Um, I've been told that we should be uh, providing a certain amount of whole milk each day for her. And I'm just curious what we should be considering if we're looking to reduce or eliminate milk from our diet and if there are any other alternatives that we could use. Thank you. How much milk is the question, and what do we do if we don't want to do milk? If you're around my age, then you probably remember the Got Milk ads in magazines and stuff. There, I just always think of this with milk because there's this girl who sat at my lunch table in fourth or fifth grade who would bring her favorites, only the Got Milk ads. She had a thing for those. She would spread them out on the table to look at while we ate. It was so weird. And we told her it was weird. So sorry to that girl if you felt bullied by us. But you have probably had it drilled into your head like me that milk is absolutely necessary if you want a shot at your kid having strong, healthy bones and growing well because we have all seen those ads a 100 times. And milk absolutely has its benefits. But it is not necessary for your child to grow well be healthy, and have strong bones. There are other ways. That's the beauty of food and nutrition, especially in today's day and age. There are so many options, which also can be confusing. Double-edged sword, I know. It can be overwhelming, but that's what I'm here for, so let's talk it through. The answer to how much milk, how much really, whether you're doing cow's milk or an alternative, then it's going to be about 16 to 20 ounces as your goal. That's two to two and a half cups a day. If you are doing the cow milk thing and your pediatrician probably told you to choose whole milk when they turn one, how long do you want to stay on whole milk? The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends whole milk from 12 months through age two. This is primarily for adequate fat and calorie intake that they recommend whole over 2% or 1% or non-fat. You can switch to 2% or 1% when they are two, but you don't have to. It's really personal preference after two. The nutrition is not that different. 
Like there's five grams of saturated fat per cup of whole milk, three grams in 2%. I really don't think that's going to make any difference in your child's life. So choose what you like or what they like. Can you give cow's milk before one? Not as a beverage, but your child will not explode if they have a little bit. So it's not going to be a replacement or a substitute for breast milk or formula. It doesn't have the full nutrients that breast milk and formula has, and it can be potentially harsh on their kidneys in larger quantities. You want to go ahead and make a bowl of oatmeal with a splash of milk or add some milk when you're baking? That's totally fine. Your baby is going to be okay. Now, what about if my baby is like 11 months and I really don't want to wash bottles anymore because it is the biggest job in the world? Can I switch to cow's milk now? So check with your pediatrician, but if it's a few weeks before their first birthday and you start the transition away from formula or breast milk at that point, you start with just a few ounces of cow's milk, that should be okay. There's nothing magical about them being 365 days old. It's just that we know that it is generally safe at that point. They're well-established on solids usually at that point. And so it's okay to switch away from the formula and the breast milk. But, you know, check with the pediatrician if there's any concerns there. Let's talk alternatives to cow's milk. What if we're doing breast milk? How much breast milk? This is really your personal preference. If they are nursing about three to four times a day past age one, then you really don't need to give them any other milk in addition to that cow or non-dairy. If they're only nursing one to two times, then I would include, say, either 8 to 12 ounces of cow's milk, 8 to 12 ounces of a non-dairy substitute. I'll give recommendations on that in a minute, and that's either or. That's not both. Either 8 to 12 of cow, 8 to 12 of the non-dairy, or 1 to 2 servings of yogurt or cheese, or a non-dairy substitute for the yogurt or cheese, something that is high in calcium. How much non-dairy milk? The amount, again, is the same as cow's milk that I recommend, 16 to 20 ounces. But the type, you do need to be more selective. There's a million and one non-dairy milks on the shelves these days. The American Academy of Pediatrics officially recommends fortified soy milk, and that is fine. It is nutritionally similar to cow's milk in terms of the protein, the calories, the calcium, and the vitamin D. I know some people get nervous about soy because you might have heard something like it has an estrogenic effect or something bad is going to happen to your kids from too much soy. I'll link a blog post in my show notes where I did some more research on this, but soy in normal amounts, so maybe like two cups a day, that is not a concern. I would limit products made from soy like soy protein isolate. So you might find that in bars or snacks or even some powders, like protein powders. But if you stick to soy milk, tofu, edamame, tempeh, so soy in its more natural form, then I would not stress at all. The other recommendation that I'd add in for non-dairy milk is pea milk, P-E-A milk. The brand here in the United States is Ripple. I don't know why it's not officially recommended by the American Academy of Pediatrics. Maybe just not enough of a body of research yet because it hasn't been around as long as soy milk. 
I don't know, but it is really similar nutritionally to both cow's milk and soy milk, so I feel comfortable with it. It's also a good alternative. Some kids I know have difficulty with both dairy and soy, so that leaves you with fewer options. Pea milk is a great option. Most other non-dairy milks are essentially a flavored water with some calcium, to be honest. Almond milk, rice milk, and hemp milk, they are low in calories. They are low in protein. They're just not packing much nutrition in there. And I'm not saying they can never have these other non-dairy milks. Like, you will find almond milk in my fridge at all times because I am lactose intolerant and I like it in my smoothies. So my kids will have it sometimes. But it's just not going to be like a good nutritional comparison to cow's milk or soy milk or pea milk. I know oat milk is popular right now, so I'll do a little nutrition comparison for you. So I pulled up the full-fat Oatly brand. That has 160 calories per cup, so it's not low-calorie, which is good for growing kids. I really don't ever want your kids to have like the diet option of something like this where it's a calorie restricted product because I want them to get enough calories to grow. So choosing something like this one is the full fat version, 160 calories per serving is good. It only has three grams of protein though, which is less than half the amount of cow's milk. So that's where it's really lacking is the protein. But it does have comparable calcium and vitamin D. So those are there. It's really just the protein with the oat milk that we're not getting. What about toddler milks or toddler formulas? Are these harmful? No. Are they necessary? No. Do we want to move more toward a diet with solid foods and finger foods and not rely on bottles for toddlers? Yes. Am I going to stop talking in questions and answering them? Also yes. In most cases, toddler milks or toddler formulas will not be needed. On occasion, I will recommend it, especially for a very picky eater where you're really just having a hard time getting adequate nutrition in them and we might need to fortify a little bit. Or maybe it's just you found something that they really prefer the taste, but a lot of them are going to have added sugars in it that I'd prefer not to do if you don't have to. So they're usually not necessary for a toddler. Now let's talk a little bit more about how much milk is too much because I've been recommending that 16 to 20 ounce range and what is wrong with too much milk. Three cups or more is really too much in my opinion. It's going to crowd out the ability to get all the other nutrients that they need from other foods. It also could cause constipation and it can further piggy eating when they're having too much milk. For some families, some kids really do love their milk and it can be hard to limit them. So you might just want to reduce how many times you serve it a day. That's kind of how we handle it in my house. We usually just do milk with breakfast. Sometimes I'll do it with dinner, especially if I know I'm serving something that they're really not that interested in and I I want to provide some extra nutrition. I will do milk at dinner, but usually I'll do it at breakfast. And that way I know like my son will easily drink one and a half, two cups of milk at breakfast. So I'm like, okay, that's good. Because the other thing too that you need to think about is if they're eating other dairy, then we might also get too high on the dairy category in general. 
So if you stick to like two cups of milk and then say they're having another serving of dairy, they're having a yogurt, they're having a cheese stick or whatever, cheese grilled cheese sandwich, then you know that, okay, they only had two cups of milk, they're having other dairy throughout the day, like I'm good and I don't want to go beyond that because I don't feel like them getting constipated. I don't want them to get iron deficiency because it really does crowd out iron because dairy is not rich in iron. You also will hear people say, this is just a little side note, because you might be like, Casey, doesn't dairy make them not absorb iron? And like technically that's true, but it's a small amount and studies have found that it's not the reason overall why they're not getting enough iron. It's more that if they're having a lot of dairy, they're not having other iron-rich options in its place. How much milk is too little? So the kicker here is that they don't need milk. So zero milk is okay. But you do need to be aware of filling in the gaps for the protein, the calcium, and the vitamin D. Vitamin D, I typically recommend a supplement almost regardless because it is found in very few foods. And even if they're having a lot of dairy, they can still have more vitamin D and it will probably be beneficial to them. I love the D drops that are just vitamin D and there's coconut oil in there, but it's like one drop and you're done. So I'll link that in the show notes. I'll also link some resources if you're wondering how to get enough protein and calcium, especially if they don't eat dairy, they're vegetarian, vegan. I'll give you some resources there. And then one last thing to address is cups. In case you missed it, sippy cups are canceled by, you know, speech therapists and doctors and stuff. So sippy cups are canceled. Munchkin 360 cups are also kind of canceled. Now uh, speech therapists don't love them because of the motion that it makes your kids mouth muscles do. I'm not an expert there. I just know that the way that I don't get in trouble is by recommending the open cups and straw cups. I have tried a lot of cups for toddlers, so I'll link my favorites in the show notes for you. That's it for today, but I'm also thinking about breakfast now because we've been talking about milk so much. I do have a post with 18 healthy toddler breakfast ideas. I will link that in the show notes for you. And that's it. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend about it if they have a toddler so they can get these quick tips too. And I will talk to you next week. 